Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Michael Sidgwick, joined by fellow Dadly Boy Michael Hamflit to discuss everything that's in store on tonight's show. But before we begin, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure to subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only preview and review Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0, oh! AW Dynamite, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, <laughs> premium live events, pay-per-views. We have wrestler interviews on occasion. Sometimes we answer your wrestling questions. We um, have roundtable discussions and host a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. Hamlet, right? Okay. Yeah. Bit of a spoiler for the listeners here, because I've got a bit of a bit going, right? WWE yeah. is doing its best ratings since 2020, uh-huh. giving the fact that, you know, cable cutting, not necessarily an ex cord cutting, I think it's called mm-hmm. in America, not a big excuse for the big drop offs WWE have had in recent years, but you know, it's a significant problem. TV is dying, etc., yeah. etc. So I don't think it should be. It can't be emphasized enough how impressive WWE's recent TV ratings are when you consider the wider state of that industry, how hard it is to grow anything. And, you know, numbers are up to the best amount since 2020. Like this Bloodline saga, people are calling it, uh, you know, like Scorsese himself has directed it. The Royal Rumble PLE got the biggest live gate in um, the entire history of the event. Mm-hmm which apparently might have been watched literally by 2 million people yeah, on Peacock. That. That's off via Thurston as well, isn't it? WWE is white hot. Mm-hmm. The box office, in the arenas, in front of the TV box, with the critics. Yep. Even the shows have been a bit louder of late. How then am I looking... It bullet points that read the following. <laughs> Seth Rollins on Miz TV. Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, contract signing. The Miz versus Rick Boogs. Carmella, Nikki Cross, and Asuka versus Liv Morgan, Natalia, and Raquel Rodriguez. That's what's... How How do you do it? <laughs> how have they done this? Banger Am I going banger crazy? I laughed so much when you sent me this card because I... We're in the office, and I was like, ah, like they've got stuff. You know, we've had like even in the Triple H era, we've had a few Raw previews where there's nout. There is n- the arrogance of the man. There is absolutely nout. The Banana Nose Circus is offering you, I don't know, Austin Theory speaks. 
It's like, there you go, previous. I probably will be speaking, huh? You might bloody have to. Like, you know, have that, shove up your ass three hours and come up with other stuff. Um, the stuff here, but at the point at which I reached, you know, we didn't put this over exactly, but we made an excuse for this last week. At the point at which I reached the Miz versus Rick Booze, it was like, it's a big one. It's a big one tonight. Finally, you know, the Miz is going to have to suffer the consequences of nothing in particular, really, as Rick Boogs gets his hand on him. Aye, it's uh, it's mid stuff. Brock Lesnar used to be the drawing guy, and then they like it was a bit of an awkward reality, wasn't it? That he wasn't. He stopped. He stopped drawing numbers. Ultimately, Brock is a TV yeah. guy. There, you couldn't tie an extra like you could with Vince. Unfortunately, you couldn't tie an extra few hundred thousand people to yeah. Brock's name getting announced. They don't really it took a while, but they did get there. Yeah, they don't really. It was a big draw for a while and quarter oh, hours, but and when it went, it was quite. Weird for WWE yeah. that they could start figuring him in as a surprise guy or whatever. But when you're announcing him, you at least want to have something like fun and exciting on the table for Brock actually having a reason to be in a contract signing as well. Just those words are just so tainted. Even it, despite AW's best efforts to address that, they're so tainted within WWE, especially for this feud that needs no more. Like I know Bobby had the physical contract. And maybe that's the point. Oh, sorry, Brock had it. Yeah. Like he's had it. On it about his person, hasn't he? You would assume he's already done his bit of it. He signed it. It was his. He offered it, yeah. So just get the papers to MVP, and then stop doing it on TV. You don't need this. Might as well start with that. We already have. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to get this to twenty minutes. We'll find <laughs> life. Like life, we'll find a way. Um, like I'm cynical. Okay, are they going to do anything other than have a pull apart brawl? where all the security come out. Mm-hmm. I think we've seen this in this particular Brock Lesnar series. We see it in literally every single Brock Lesnar program where a big mass brawl has sparked the roster, the entire roster. Yeah. The little geeks who look like complete dicks and dweebs compared to these two monsters. And Von Wagner that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is any, and maybe someone will get powerbomb through a table or is anything or F5 through it. Anything else going to happen? I got a pitch. Does it need to? Oh, he's got a pitch. I got a pitch. Ooh, fancy day. Do you remember, was it a Brock one? Or was it somebody else against Brock? Had like a really cartoonish weapon strapped to the underside of the contract, like the table that time. Like an axe or something. Like there was a, like they've had kendo sticks and stuff. They've got like clips underneath the table. I can't remember. Yeah. I'll put that there just in case things kicked off because I've watched some contract signings and they've kicked off 100% of the time. That happens tonight. Bobby Lashley has strapped that table up. He's hidden something under there for when it inevitably kicks off. Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. They're under the table. (laughs) They're under the freaking table. (laughs) (laughs) So you've got, it's like the marble table, isn't it? With like the, something like the black valance around it. Yeah. It's a nicer table than these contracts were. Like it's not, unless somebody's going through it, they get the posh one out. You know, the one that you see Roman sitting at the head of. Yes. Uh, Seems to me that there'd be enough space for like MVP to be like, I've got the whole thing. I've got the whole thing set up. So coming out, Brock, like you brought the contract, we brought the sign in. Let's get it on. And then the hurt business reveal that they've reformed by being under the table like and they deck Brock. I like that more than I'm going to like this. This is going to be one of those things that, because I've seen it so often, there are going to be in some impressive sites. Like Brock Lesnar is going to shoot break free from the grips of about five other incredibly large men. Yeah. And he's going to, like, jump onto Lashley 
in that ridiculous Brock way where he'd probably clip him with his toes, having jumped over him too high mm. because he's just too good of an explosive athlete. And I'm just going to be bored. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be bored watching a spectacular man do these impossible things. I didn't love the last. I liked it, but I didn't love the last Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar brawl. Like, it was energetic. I've seen as, it. As you say, like, Brock throws himself into stuff sometimes literally that it's almost impossible not to yeah. feel like a fizzle of something. Yeah. But, yeah, it's not... This is the thing, like, WWE, I want them to do it, and I want them to do it better. Like, I don't ever want listeners to misplace my enthusiasm for WWE's bollocks with this acceptance of it not being better. They don't, still even now, maybe the bloodline is an exception, they don't really develop a story. It's still kind of trapped in that holding pattern. No, they don't tell stories. It's still like, we'll give you, like, we'll, we'll do with one. We'll tell you your direction. We'll say you got it's, it's It's coming, I can feel it, like there. I'm sick of saying something that's good. Uh, you, like, Michael Sidgwick refuses to acknowledge. Yes. Um, but yeah, they set up the graphic, they set up the match, whatever, the, the, the hostilities between the wrestlers, and then they may as well drop the graphic now, even though they don't. They kind of save it three more weeks, and it's like, and, uh, pay back. You're going to be the one paying me back, actually. They could have done on night one. There's like zero developments. M. Jeff and Punk is perhaps too high a bar to expect everything to lead to. Huh. The whole point was, it wasn't just... Well, they're going to bloody hell do this week. It's like, what can they possibly do this week? Yeah, it's the feeling of a developing story. Yeah, that, like has to reach a point of a match because they cannot be held back from one another anymore. Yeah, you've seen it now with um, Brian Danielson and MJF and the way that that's developing quite nicely. Um, I want to believe there's more in WWE. I just uh, kind of I can't pull an example to the front of my mind, but this is so guilty of it. So so guilty of it. Yeah, and that finish in Saudi Arabia. Next, now what else to do? The next match was booked. Yeah. And we're just waiting to get the Rumble. The Rumble I will allow, but the Rumble in exists for plot developments. It's a 30-man battle royal with moving parts and music. It should have plot developments. Other than that, has there really been like, like Bobby said, Brock said, I want you again. Bobby's like, oh, maybe I'll have you again because I can't work out his alignment. And the Hurt Business is the thing that's happening in the background that hasn't yet been tied into it. There's no other development of the hostilities, is there? Just fighting. Big fat man. That's so many WWE stories are like this. Establish the premise, have the wrestling acts echo the premise back to one another, and then they'll have a fight. Mm. It's not good storytelling. There's one, obviously. Contrived, but brilliant and effective at the same time. There's one. Cody's, yeah, on the way to having it. Yeah, too. but Cody's getting to say his own stuff. Yeah. He knows how to build a story. Um, Miz versus Rick Boogs 2. Imagine that as like <laughs> Roman numerals. <laughs> The dynamite graphic. Yeah, just to get the gravitas of it over. My God. The first one was just a squash, but the story was that Miz just simply wasn't prepared. And he says, that's why I lost. That idiot Adam Pearce put me in a position where I wasn't prepared. And then that idiot Adam Pearce was actually behind his back. (laughs) And then he said, well, you've got a week now because you just talked yourself into a match, kid. Um, How much is this going to absolutely suck? Oh, man. I like this. This can't be any good, can it? No. No, it can't. I uh, I like Rick Boogs. We all like Rick Boogs, I think. He's a funny guy. He's okay. Um, I think I've worn out my welcome with Mr. Boogs. Well, I was warming to feel like he's a one-no joke, and I went, hey! Now I'm going. <laughs> I was warming to the <laughs> Nakamura act, just right as he got injured, unfortunately. I was just starting to uh, gradually win me over with your big screaming voice and your shredding. Um, does Elias turn tonight? They've dragged that out a bit, haven't they? Like... Elias doesn't a, a like few them. between two musicians. Guitar guys. Guitar derby. 
because um, I cannot see any other reason for this rematch to even occur. I'll, basically, what I'm pitching is 50-50 this So Miz has got a habit of getting away from trouble. Yes. That his character under Triple H is phoning in his greatest hits, if they're even great. It's not very snappy, but take go, go with it's me. Average hits. Yeah. Phoned in. Imagine that Christmas advert where it's like, do you remember this six out of ten match? Do you remember this bang average raw filler? Yes. That's the the headline bits from the advert. He barely wrestles, does he? Triple H knows that putting the Miz in frequent TV matches, no one wants to do that or Mm. see that, even the Miz, even his fans. Yeah. Miz's fans are very much (laughs) wrestling on a wrestling show. It's all about the stories. Yeah. Grow up. You criticise the Miz for having a boring match on Twitter and then somebody posts your picture like his big house. Or his... I'll see you in the conversation then. Or his wife's big tit. Yeah, he well. gets to yeah. suck those. So what do you get? <laughs> so, so what so, do you get? So what do you get? <laughs> One nil. Shut Twitter up. <laughs> so, uh, Miz, by Miz TV. Seth Rollins. That's definitely not going to be a six-man well, hang on, I've, I've, I've got... Yeah. <laughs> Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. (laughs) Oh my God, yes. Of course it is. I'll give you my quick... Because what we like to do is talk about prospective quality. Of matches between Miz and Boogs. Uh, yeah, Miz doesn't really wrestle at all. Triple H is clever enough to do that. It's the closest he is to the Paul Heyman of 1994. Yeah. Accentuate the positives. What are his positives, right? Well, um, the Miz's positives. Loves WWE. Smooth talker. Mm-hmm. Not above a botch, mind you. He's got that weird kind of WWE <laughs> kind of like yeah. weird botch in him. Not uh, an in-ring one. Nobody's getting hurt, are they? Our truth. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Um, the fans like that he gets to suck on his big wife on his wife's big tits. People, that's genuine. That's the only nah, it's time. Like, it's the only time I see the Miz get the tiggle biddies defense. The tiggle the tiggle biddies. Oh well, his wife's got big tits. So what are you going to do about that? <laughs> so I don't know. Doesn't make him a good wrestler though, does it? <laughs> so what are you going to do? I don't know. I was talking about the Rick Boogs match. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think we're having different combos. Uh, <laughs> So the match is going to be good. Yeah, Miz TV, Seth Rollins. All of them, in it? Like, Seth Rollins comes out, laughs, gets a big pop. <laughs> and, like, he gets... What's been a while since the last time you were in one of these, Mike. 
<laughs> try and should we try and predict the order of interruptions? It's time to play the game. Hopeless. I will pull up the uh, Elimination Chamber now, and I should know these off the top of my head, but I feel like I'm going to forget one. So the Elimination Chamber, United States title match on Saturday. Six-man, obviously. Uh, Seth Rollins is advertised on his TV, so we have no reason to believe anybody else in the match would come out. LTST, Johnny Gargano. What's, what's the babyface heel psychology of these promo trains? Oh, ah, right. Do the gang up, do the babyfaces gang up on the Miz here? Well, could this, it's going to lead to an impromptu six-man. Mm-hmm. Of this much we know. Miz TV is like, they're going to come back after the break, and the Miz TV set is going to be cleared. Because it's going to be, uh, did they not announce this, or have I imagined it? Anyway. Uh, you've got Austin Theory, Bronson Reed, and Damian Priest as the heels. Seth freaking Rollins, Johnny Gargano, and Montez Ford as the babyfaces. Mm-hmm. It's Seth and Miz to start with. You think Gargano to kind of come out and do what Sammy did on SmackDown with their, uh, am I right, guys? Arm around Seth's shoulder. This guy's got tiny balls. Is that not right, Seth? He couldn't wear one of your tight-fitting suits because then everybody would see how tiny his balls are. Yeah. And then Seth does a big laugh. <laughs> like, Maybe. I don't know. You love it. And I love the first three, the second and third season. They like to reference The Office now. The Office has become known. Dinner parties in season four. I watched that episode just last night and it reminds me. What's the one where Michael buys a women's suit by accident? Season three. Well, where he goes, ah, it's a good job. (laughs) Uh, You don't really have much business. Yeah. They could say that to Miz. They could. And he's in like an Italian cut suit, yeah. Yeah. So got them two out. They're just having a great time. They're having a really good time. Who next? Uh, so who Gar- Gargano and Rollins are taking there, there are. Tiny so we've got two, there's, there's four left to come out um, we've got Bronson Reed Damien Priest or Austin Theory Theory feels like the guy that should come out last you Theory's guys are all talking about me you know you, why are you even bothering because I'm going to retain the title losers yeah why are you bothering <laughs> yeah. so Damien Priest Damien Priest because he's in, in the, the flipping judgment day but like comes out by himself, obviously. Yeah, he's like he's a complete morons. Maybe just come out with the judgment day because they're class. Like you're all talking garbage. Like immune to the fact that he himself is this nonsense fool of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, you're all talking stupid trash because uh, he's got that weird Dijak deep voice, punk rats, etc. I want to get on with the business of Elimination Chamber on Sunday. That <laughs> that only leaves like the charisma of Montez Ford to try and come out and salvage this. And then the anti-charisma of Bronson Reed to interrupt and do absolutely nothing. Other than... What could Bronson Reed say? Well, could he just protect, could the, I? protect the Miz from a kickoff because Miz has paid him again? Oh, maybe, yeah, yeah. But do you want Good day. Good day. You think you're going to win? I don't think so. I think I'm going to win with a tsunami. Because what's, what's his catchphrase or his like thing that he said? Uh, I don't know. I had a clue. He never had one, did he? Bronson Bloody Reed. He used, to, he used to sit on people. Yeah. What, did he have like an I'm Invincible kind of thing? <laughs> did you see anything like that? You know, no. they've all got like a thing at the same. Yeah, no, he's not had anything. He's What was his credit? He came back and admitted he was a mercenary, didn't he? He's just here for the cash. He had to do two things. Shoot bubble gum and paid off the Miz. 
roll out of bubble gum. Getting paid off a miss. <laughs> he sucks his wife's big titties. Oh, <laughs> Bronson Reed is the, is the Mrs. Internet fun. Uh, you know, I was doing well with that accent, but I was going about coming. Now I'm here to do two things. I'm here to chew bubble gum, get paid off the miss. I'm out of bubble gum. His wife's tits are bonza. Bonza. <laughs> Can you imagine when Jay White debuts in WWE? And uh, having this Antipodean feud. Yeah. It's yeah. like, a, I beat Okada. I beat Okada. I beat Okada. I beat Okada. <laughs> the Australians and the New Zealanders. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's all right. He's, he's, no, Adam Wilborn. We haven't got any left. It's, it's ensured that we don't have any left. Yeah. This why it's a Banza. And uh, going to win the US Championship. And when Raw rolls on, six man, yeah? I promise you six man's got to be. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to win, though? Who's going to get the... Who uh, <laughs> could possibly give a sh- Who's going to get the momentum? Priest. Damon Priest. Not the, uh, not the only six-person tag match um, scheduled for the show, though, is it? It's certainly not, Cedric. No. Tell me who is in that other six... This, there's not other six-man. The scheduled Basically, save us, save us, Cody. Yeah. Uh, um, wait there. I've got my notes. Let me get my notes. So we've already talked about Seth Rollins on his TV. Yep. The contract signing, Miz versus Rick Boobs. It's uh, Carmella... Nikki Cross and Asuka mm-hmm. versus Liv Morgan, oh, Natalia, okay. and Raquel Rodriguez. The, the, the women's match, we've just pitched for them. Yeah, yeah, who's yeah. going to win? Uh, <laughs> um, why is Asuka? So it, she can fall out with the teammates. <laughs> she's with the heels, and one of them is the heels she's feuding with. But that's how they're going to lose. Uh, yeah, she's going to... Carmella's a bit like... Um, a bit of a Karen Carmella, isn't she? Yeah, a little bit. There's a little, slight over. <laughs> She likes to scream, doesn't she, when something goes wrong? Like, the, the sequence before they got flattened by Piper Niven. It's like she pins someone that kicked out. Yeah. She, she likes doing that, so I think they like it when she screams. That's a better bird person than bird person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They like it when she screams. Uh-huh. So Asuka's going to do something like... Goes to Mr. Carmella screams in horror, ducks, and the mist hits Nikki Cross. And she's going to go crazy. She likes it, but she still gets pinned because it's the mist. And Asuka's not really asked because this tag match is meaningless and she never liked her partners anyway. Yes. She's saving herself for the chamber. Has it been 20 minutes? No, but that's okay. <laughs> because there is some... How long? Oh, my God. We're, we're on 1957. So, like, there, <laughs> we've got one last thing that we can discuss that hasn't been, like, advertised. Are you hosting this? No, but it wasn't in your list. I'm going to... Hit you with it. Oh, it's advertised. No, no, but it's kind of been implied, hasn't it? But I just need Cody to do something on the show. Cody will be there, yeah. Trish. Hey. The kind of, there was like rumours last week that Trish should be uh, returning this week. They'll set up a six-woman at Elimination Chamber. I like this, but there's no story, is there? It's just like the graphic is uh, something to look at. Like, I like this match on paper, but there's no time to tell an adequate story for it. Lita saved Becky Lynch out of... Absolutely nowhere. There's no story to this. Mm. I don't think they could do it. They can't do one anyway. It's maybe Lita and Trish can say something about how, you know, in our day, when we elevated this division and we were the first to be taken seriously, we didn't hold anyone down to try and control it. It was all like a meritocracy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Too much. Baddies and, baddies and goodies. Baddies and goodies. Baddies and goodies. We saw... Damage Katarl's best moment, I would say, when they worked as a trio at Clash at the Castle. It was so good. 
like their like three way offense. They looked real. They looked like they'd actually cared that they were a team together. All that kind of stuff. I got quite high hopes for that match. And Trish is a good nostalgia wrestler in that they've never down to her. I get the feeling they've never really abused how much the fans love her. They've never put her in a position where she's made to look stupid or weak. And she's really protected herself and her character. And Lita, you will have definitely forgotten, but I am lame and I remember. Lita over-delivered in her run against Becky Lynch last year. It was last year? I know, man. But yeah, you do just forget. Don't you? Yeah. Like huge perhaps and a very, very decent match, which was an over-delivery because nobody wanted to talk about it at the time. Like, Lita was never any good. Yeah, yeah, over. Apart from that one match of Trish. Over like Rover, apart from the one match of Trish and the time that Molly Holly bust her face. Like, she wasn't beloved for the match quality. And yet, with Becky Lynch, it was like, wow, like, maturation process has really suited Lita. So I think this match could be quite good as well. Sure. <laughs> Is that the Elimination pre- Chamber preview? No, 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 but it's just we need, we're in 22 minutes now. We did it. Okay, good, good. We did it. Tick, 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 tick. We did it. Did you do it? Did you listen? Did you agree or disagree? How did we do it? <laughs> I don't know. Let us know under the, on the link to this podcast on Twitter. I don't know. At what culture WWE? Whilst you're there, you can follow Michael Hamflet. Bloody huh? there anyway. At Michael Hamflet. Follow me at M. Sidgwick. Uh, look, we all know the crack with our all preview. It's going to be a bloody laugh. It's a bit of fun. And we'll hope you bloody had some fun. <laughs> and uh, if you haven't already listened <laughs> you haven't to fun. our Rampage yeah. preview, our Rampage review, I'm joined by Scott Tailford mm. from Gaming. So I wanted a casual fan's perspective on Rampage. Also, Adam Wilborn was off. Yep. And uh, we've also sent ourselves a bit mad on the SmackDown review about... Aye. The invisible camera, and if it exists, or if it doesn't... A worthy deep dive. A worthy deep dive. A worthy deep dive into, have they written themselves into a corner by addressing something that needed to be addressed, Mm. but also didn't need to be addressed, because that makes it worse. Listen, it's very interesting, and I'm actually interested in what people really think of the invisible camera. I suspect nothing. Yeah. But let us know, at WhatCultureWWE, at Michael Hamfler, at M. Sidgwick. Once again... It's amazing that you take out the time of your day to listen to us. For this. Especially for this. We never not appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.